It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. On Giddy Up, it's time for the Midweek Masterclass with the Mailbag Team. Welcome back to Giddy Up on this Tuesday morning. It's 9.44 time for, of course, our Midweek Masterclass. Thanks to the Mailbag Bloodstock team. Let's welcome in the team. Jack Dickens, first of all, hello to you. Good morning, Jay. Um, oh, what a phenomenal morning, just catching up with the content from yesterday. If you haven't, guys, make sure you get out your app, <laughs> your, your, um, your podcast app, and just get the means test into you. Uh, Uncle Wayne, that is absolute best. <laughs> what did you think of Johnny O'Neill? He was on the front foot as well. I haven't got to that part yet, actually. Okay. I've got about five or six minutes to go, looking forward to the bake. Yeah. Um, but oh, some of Wayne's gear just... He, he orbits his own son, I think, Uncle Warren. He does, doesn't he, really? He's just a unique individual. Now, Dicko, you must be pretty proud with the way that Keats has kicked off the voting for the All-Star Mile. Just having a look at the numbers, he's in the top 10, would you believe? So it's been a wonderful start. Can he hold on? Big start. It's a little bit like the way he races, but we just need to sort of keep him going through his gear. So if, you, if you're out there and you want, to, um, you want to support some battlers, you know, get on there, vote for Keats. And uh, we're we're going to figure out what we're going to reward everyone with today, actually. So okay, so there'll be an incentive to vote for Keats. You're telling us. Well, it's looking like we're going to need to um, provide some type of incentive. Yeah, yes. to keep it, like up there with the late up heels of the world. Yeah. All right then. Let's have a look at um, this meeting at Mo. Now, Curlio was meant to be joining us. Um, he just texts through. He can't come on. So um, he's best at Warwick today. I'll read them out right now, in fact. Race one, number four. Race four, number eight are his plays. So he's not interested in that midweek meeting. So those are his two plays there at Warwick Curlio. What are you doing at Moe? I know this is your favourite track. Have you had a chat to The Apprentice um, for tomorrow's meeting, Dicko? Yeah, we've done a bit of work on the on race one to try and identify a bit of a, you know, like a trial horse that we can sort of get something out of. And that's the only bet that we're going to have. Now... I wouldn't have the whole 200 on this horse, but if you want me to spend the 200, this is where I'll be spending it. What do you want me to do? I'll just spend how much you think this bet's worth. Yeah, I think we'll have 50 bucks then. Maui, race one, number six, supersonic surge. This is a pretty expensive yearling, 375K yearling. Um, I really like the Matt Laurie yard. I think they do a really good job. like the way this horse trialed from barrier one. Uh, I think we can sort of settle forward at midfield, which is crucial. Um, at Maui, uh, and Mickey D can get the job done, I hope, Gareth. So supersonic surge around $9. So why did you find this Galloper as a bet? Because it, the rest of them are just numbers throughout the day, and it's a place I hate betting at, and yeah. therefore I looked for a horse with no convictions that had shown enough at the trials, and we're getting a fair price about, and we can just well, sort of have a small bet in hope. Geez, we're stiff to have a midweek meeting then at Maui then. For you, Dicko. Well, I think it's a bit of a consequence, G, of the like the Caulfield renovation. Sandown's copying a lot more race meetings, and we're therefore missing out on having mm-hmm. the good midweek meetings at Sandown. All right, then, Dicko, we've got Mark Roden on the line. Hello to you, Mark. 
Good morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you. Sydney's racing at the farm on a Wednesday afternoon. We're currently on a good four and the rail... Um, where's the rail tomorrow? I think it is three metres the entire circuit. Three. So how do you think this track will play at the farm? Uh, Warwick Farm has been playing really well of late. Um, there's just a, f- a few showers forecast. If they eventuate, it might be a bit off fence in the straight. Otherwise, I wouldn't be too scared of a pattern, to be honest. All right, then. Where do we start with your... How, well, how are we making some money with your staking plan? Uh, going a little bit wide. Found two to back. Uh, they're not favourites. Um, I've sort of found myself in agreement with the market, uh, with a lot of the favourites tomorrow, in the early markets at least. Uh, going to start in race four, 2,200 metre race. Um, and the one I've found is number three, Timpanist. Um, last three runs have been in Saturday grade. Four starts back uh, last time he was in midweek grade. He won at a, in around this price range and for this jockey, coincidentally, as well. Uh, look, he is jumping from 1,500 to 2,200, but um, that's sort of the MO of this stable. A bit David Payne, he doesn't mind doing that. Um, look, I think this is a pretty mediocre midweek staying race. Handsome with McDonald on is a deserved favourite, I think, but he's you're paying a premium for him being on. Um, look, yeah, there's some pretty average gallopers in this, and I think Tippinist, as I said, dropping back from Saturday grade to midweek, he's done it before and won. I think he can go close again at a nice price. $8, bet 3.65. So how much are we having on him? Uh, we'll have half the 100 on him. I thought about backing him each way, but he's not really an each way sort of proposition. He can get back a bit. So we'll just have the 100 straight out on him if, uh, at around eight bucks. Yep. Um, the next one, Amir's, uh, race six it is, the Mayor's uh, benchmark 72 over 1,100. Um, markets found petulant favourite again, beaten favourite first up with McDonald on. I wanted to look around her again. Diamond Dealer's coming off a Saturday win, but does uh, go up uh, quite significantly in weight and has drawn the outside barrier, so I can fit around her as well. Um, I've ended up on Miss Fox, who doesn't win many. Look, she's going to be probably second half of the field in barrier one, but the way she closed off at this track on Australia Day was very... um, It wasn't Australia Day, but at this track anyway, uh, was very, very good. I expect there to be two or three contesting the lead here, so there should be plenty of speed on again, and that should suit her. If Dylan Gibbons can uh, navigate a path through at double-figure odds, I think she's a great chance. So happy to have the other uh, 100 on her at that price. Could be complete. He's incredibly profitable at uh, Warwick Farm, Mark Roden, Dylan Gibbons. Goes yes. at 18.9% profit on turnover, strikes at 15%. Would that be his best track? Uh, yeah, because... Uh, Look, he's a very good apprentice, but his overall record, I don't think he is profitable because the markets, uh, the, the punters are onto him a bit. They like backing him. Uh, so Warwick Farm could well be his best track. Who's the best young apprentice in, I mean, in, in New South Wales? Uh, I think, uh, well, it was Zach Lloyd. Yes. <laughs> so he uh, got rubbed out, but he's back soon. Um, Dylan Gibbons is up with him. Uh, Tyler Schiller's lost his claim, but he's, uh, you know, he's holding his own against the senior guys uh, with no claim at the moment. So he's he's got to be in the mix. And, um, yeah, well, they're the top three. Reese Jones probably a level below them. Yeah. So you, they've got three pretty handy jockeys at the moment, young apprentices. Sometimes it's like a football draft. They You have a period where you've just got three young superstars um, and they seem to come in. They come, to, they come at the one time. But I think New South Wales at the moment, at the moment, Mark's pretty blessed with the young apprentices with the quality that um, we've seen over the last 12 months. Yeah, uh, certainly. I think, yeah, a good group at the moment. Um, and while they're still claiming, they can be very uh, lucrative to back. Um, 
especially in the winter months. I mean, they're going into the carnival now, so they might, you know, in town at least struggle a little bit for the next couple of months. But, uh, yeah, look, if you uh, latch onto a good climbing apprentice on the up in winter on the wet tracks, um, yeah, it's uh, a good edge. Good on you, boys. Thanks for that. And make sure you vote for Keats there, Dicko and, and Mark Roden. Hopefully you can keep on climbing up that table there, Dicko. God bless you all. Bye yep, for now. There we go. There is um, Mark Roden and also Jack Dickens there with the first part of the Midweek Masterclass. Peter Anton is to join us straight after this. This is the Midweek Masterclass. Thanks to the Marbank team and our man in the West, Pete Anthonis, joins us. G'day, Pete. G'day, Gareth. Um, looking forward to this meeting at Belmont tomorrow. We had Belmont yesterday. Um, what do you make of this eight-race program? Yeah, we're just trying to get confirmation on exactly where the rail is going to be. Yep. The best I can work out is it's probably going to be 15 metres with the cutaway, but we'll just wait and see over the next 24 hours, see if that is the case. Uh, look, it's a standard Wednesday meeting. There's probably a few winners to, to find on the car that might be a price, but uh, no market's up just yet. Okay, then. So is there any horses that you really want to um, play tomorrow? You're looking forward to seeing what the prices do come up with with some of these gallopers? Yeah, in the last number seven awesome rival, it was just way too far back there in the big field during the car park on that occasion. Lacked up Romilly's basically settled the horse last in what was won by the stable, mate. Um, Chris Parnham jumps on for the first time this prep. He's the regular jockey for the horse. at one third up last prep this track. Over the same distance as well, it just ticks a lot of boxes from gate seven. It can just settle midfield. So, look, I'm looking for a price around 350 or greater. Um, I think with Ledette in the market, the Durant horse that won last start and won pretty well with uh, Clint Johnson Port, I think that will probably go up favourite. So, hopefully, awesome arrival. Yeah, we're getting around that 350 or so mark. And yeah, that's probably the, the one standout in the card so far. So, awesome rival race eight, number seven. We've got about a minute and a half, just with a few of the WA horses that are coming to Melbourne. Um, Brave Halo, how good's this two-year-old? Ollie rides in the Prelude on Saturday at Sandown. Yeah, I think he's one of the smarter two-year-old types, obviously, in the early part of the two-year-old season. He's posted figures that I haven't quite seen in my time uh, in WA. That's okay. saying something right there. What about Laced Up Hill? She's seventh in the rankings with the All-Star Mile voting, the filly for Luke Fernie. Yeah, she's obviously got a fair bit of ability. I just don't know how she'll go in open class against some of those stronger horses. But, you know, she's going to be there about. She was running okay against Amelia's Jewel there last prep when they were going head-to-head. So, look, if Amelia's Jewel is in the All-Star Mile, I think she would be probably top two in the rankings. Yeah. Can Laced Up Hills defeat Keats? That's a big question I want to ask you. It all comes down to track pattern on the day there, Gareth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll be backing your awesome rival race, eight number seven at Belmont, Pete. Keep on dominating, mate. And just quickly, we've got about 30 seconds now. Is William Pike back? Yes. Yes, well and truly, yes. isn't he? People were getting yes. stuck yes. into me yesterday um, saying that um, you, you don't know what you're talking about, Gareth, but I think nah, watching you. Yeah, this weekend, G, man. Yeah. You'll fancy them in Queensland. You'll show them what it's all about. Good on you. Thanks for that, Pete. Go on, Gareth. There's Pete Anthony's there. That is the midweek masterclass. Thanks to the mailbag on this Tuesday, looking at those metro meetings around the country on a Wednesday afternoon. And for Curlio's case, he's looked at Warwick this afternoon. We'll take the news and then come back with the Facing the Breeze.